Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a batting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex Beatsman, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. It is Tuesday, February 28th, Ian Cameron. Just yours truly uh, today, a solo mission on this Tuesday, ready to break down the Tuesday card. Uh, Alex will be back with us tonight on the live BetCast, and we have to start this show talking about the live BetCast, which is tonight. Uh, or usually, it's going to be Tuesdays moving forward. Uh, we're excited about it. It was a ton of fun last Tuesday. Uh, it was a great turnout. There were about 10 people on the stream at one time, pretty much for the entire BetCast last night. And as you know, with the StreamYard um, uh, uh, limit is about 10 people uh, on every uh, live stream. So we actually had to, we were at full capacity for much of the night. and We had to uh, basically say to people, hey, come back in two hours and maybe you'll be able to get back uh, on the BetCast when there's uh, some free spots available. So. It was a great turnout last Tuesday. Uh, we hope for more of the same tonight. 7 p.m. Eastern time, live betting and commentary. Me, Alex B. Smith, and a bunch of our guests, viewers, and listeners of the show. Anyone that wants to join us, hey, it's like an open bar, an open pub atmosphere. Come on in, have a seat at the bar, and join us for the live betcast tonight. Uh, of course, we'll be just watching the games unfold, live betting, commentary, uh, all of that taking place tonight. Drinking is encouraged. Uh, you know, get make sure those fridges, we always say before a bet cast, make sure those fridges are stocked. Uh, and we want that to be the case for everybody. Uh, DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 uh, at gmail.com to request a spot on the bet cast. And I will make sure I send you the link uh, for the bet cast before uh, it begins. Uh, so looking forward to that tonight. Great question by John in the chat. How late is it going to go? We'll, we'll be on for at least, at least until the conclusion of the Boston, Calgary, and Chicago, Arizona games. Those games start at 9 p.m. Eastern. We will be on for at least those games until they finish. Montreal, San Jose is going to have to knock my socks off in the late night hours and be some kind of the terrific hockey game between two teams, you know, that aren't going anywhere for us to go longer than that. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. So that's that's basically the way we're going to go about it here tonight. We'll definitely be on from 7 p.m. Eastern right till the end of the Boston, Calgary, Chicago, Arizona games. And then we'll reevaluate things at that point and see what the Montreal San Jose game was like and if it's been exciting or if it's a snore fest. And uh, we'll make a decision at that point whether to shut the betcast down and wrap it up for the night or keep going until the end of the uh, Montreal San Jose game. So that's where we're at in terms of uh, the bet cast tonight. So uh, looking forward to it. So again, it's, uh, we're absolutely going to be on for at least four and a half hours. You know, it'll be seven to about 1130 at least, which is when the uh, 9 p.m. Eastern games will go. So we're looking forward to it. Another Ice Guys live bet cast tonight. Make sure you join us for that. Very quickly on last night's action, uh, it was a, a pretty good, pretty decent night for me overall. I mean, the props... Uh, we had some good winners with the uh, prop uh, board, uh, Detroit and Ottawa. Ottawa, very impressive uh, performance last night. They get the win. They deserve the win. They outplayed Detroit thoroughly in that game. Even in the first period when Detroit was up one nothing after the first 20 minutes, Ottawa had the better of the play in the first period. So they got rewarded, uh, justly rewarded 
uh, with the victory over Detroit last night. Uh, I ended up splitting there with the over and with Detroit in that game. Of course, those same two teams play each other again tonight in Ottawa. So uh, we will talk about uh, what to expect in that one. Uh, we also saw, of course, last night, uh, the Boston Bruins get another victory, 3-2 to two over Edmonton. Uh, there's just no stopping uh, the Boston Bruins. Um, and they showed you why they are so dangerous in the spring coming up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The ability to, you know, shut it down and protect a lead, including protect a one-goal lead on the road. And they did a, a phenomenal job of it uh, last night in the uh, win against the, uh, against the Edmonton Oilers, 3-2. Uh, McDavid had a pretty damn good hockey game, but again, wasn't enough. Uh, Boston able to uh, get the uh, 3-2 win uh, in Edmonton uh, last night. Uh, what else did we see? We ended up seeing the uh, Vancouver Canucks stunning the Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars, the king of the draw. That has become clear as day. Of course, we are trying to get the hashtag trending here on the Ice Guys show, draw season. And it's definitely draw season when it comes to the Dallas Stars. You know, I, I, I now go into every Dallas game moving forward expecting overtime in their game, expecting it to go beyond the third period. Uh, it has just become such a regular occurrence for the Dallas Stars. How about the fact that seven of their last 11 games have gone beyond regulation? And Alex and I kind of alluded to this on the show yesterday. If you had been betting the Dallas Stars games, the, the, the draw uh, in Dallas games, in all 11 of those games, with seven of them going beyond regulation, if you're a hundred dollar better, you'd be up at least seventeen hundred dollars with it during that stretch. If you had bet the draw for a hundred bucks in all eleven of those games for the Dallas Stars, with those seven of those games going to a draw, you'd be up seventeen hundred dollars right now, at least. And and that's assuming that the draw price was the minimum three plus three hundred. But as we saw last night with uh, Vancouver and Dallas. You know, you could have gotten as high as plus 410 at Pinnacle with the draw price last night. So you talk about being able to cash in and being able to profit. Uh, you've definitely been able to do that with these Stars games going past uh, regulation. It happened again last night, and uh, that review was ridiculous. It took way too long. Uh, you know, you had the Dallas Stars players basically coming back onto the ice trying to see if uh, that goal from Andre Kuzmenko was going to stand uh, in overtime, but it finally was confirmed. And, and, of course, uh, Vancouver with the 5-4 win. Another costly uh, one point goes down the drain for the Dallas Stars. And you never know, you know, based on where they are going to be standing at the at the uh, end of the regular season, you know, just how much these missed points are going to come back to haunt them. They very well might, you know, especially when you're losing at home to a team that's well out of it. Uh, so it's definitely a concern. There's no doubt uh, about that. And, yes, the, the, the overtime record for Dallas is hideous. 2-10, and 10, as Benjamin says in our chat, just awful. They have not been able to win games uh, beyond regulation uh, very often. So that's a tr that's definitely an issue right now. And Vancouver, as we said yesterday, too, they're playing hard night in, night out for Rick Tockett. You have to give them some credit for that. Very impressive win for the uh, Colorado Avalanche last night. Oh, by the way, Anthony Beauvillier, shout out to him. We were all over this yesterday with his point prop. It was only minus 105. Couldn't believe it. Uh, it is really something to see how getting to a chance to get away from the Islanders and go to Vancouver, go to the Canucks, change of scenery, a chance to hit the reset button. It's amazing what it's done for Anthony Beauvillier. Six goals, four points, and uh, six goals, four assists, and 10 points in 11 games played for the Vancouver Canucks since he's been there. So uh, absolutely been uh, uh, certainly a change of 
uh, a change of scenery is done. Uh, change will do you good, right, Cheryl Crow from the uh, 90s? Uh, that has definitely been the uh, case here with uh, Anthony Beauvillier. He's played very well last night. He scored a couple of goals, set up uh, Kuzmenko on the game winner in overtime. So uh, he's played very well. Pet Pedersen continues to play well under Tockett. So there's definitely some positive signs here for this Canucks team uh, here the last uh, few games where we saw them, you know, almost beat Nashville. They did beat St. Louis, hung tough with Boston, and now the win last night against uh, the Dallas Stars. Um, Colorado, very workmanlike, businesslike, efficient, strong, complete effort last night. 3 nothing win over the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, it was a very, very good win for the uh, Avalanche, both ends of the ice. Uh, great goaltending again from Alexander uh, Georgiev in that game. A very solid defensive effort from the team as well in front of him. Uh, and it was a solid win all around. Nathan McKinnon with a terrific performance uh, for the Avs. Talked about his shot prop and uh, six shots on goal for him last night. I mean, he's clearing these four and a halfs. I mean, I know they've set these shot on goal numbers at four and a half for Nate McKinnon, uh, thinking they've made a proper adjustment. Apparently they haven't uh, because he's still going over, you know, four and a half shots on goal uh, more often than not for the Colorado Avalanche. And again, last night, one goal uh, in the uh, game, of course, for them as well. Uh, so it was a good performance from the Avs. Uh, three nothing. They are definitely revving up into late season slash playoff form with the way they are playing right now. Colorado, make no mistake about it. Uh, they are right now have I think playing some of their best hockey all season. The win streak now at six, uh, following that victory last night over the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights. And in the late game, Anaheim four two over uh, Chicago. Uh, very disappointing to settle for a push with the uh, Blackhawks Ducks over as the best bet yesterday, but it's better than a loss. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, we talked about how the trade that uh, took place yesterday involving the uh, Blackhawks, involving Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty, probably make this team worse defensively. And uh, we definitely saw some signs of that uh, last night, some miscues, mistake, mistakes with the puck as well. Uh, and Anaheim was able to uh, capitalize uh, on them. So uh, no question about it. Uh, Chicago is definitely a team that, uh, you know, with the uh, trade yesterday, worse defensively by far. And you wonder, too, offensively with Patrick Kane out of the lineup. I know Max Domi becomes the focal point, and we saw that once again on display last night. Max Domi's just been uh, shooting the puck a ton, trying to take the onus on himself to carry the team a little bit more on the offensive side of the puck. So uh, definitely that is something you could uh, take a look at probably uh, moving forward uh, here in this game uh, with the Blackhawks and their games moving forward. And the Chicago Blackhawks are in action again tonight, and we will get to them later in the show when we talk about their game against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. All right, let's get to Tuesday's card. It is a big one, 10 games on tap. It's going to be an exciting bet cast tonight. Uh, looking forward to that as well. Uh, let us begin with, of course, the first game here on this card. It is the rematch. Same two teams that played last night doing battle once again tonight, uh, the Detroit Red Wings and the Ottawa Senators for the second consecutive night in Ottawa. We've got the Senators minus 130 home favorites, six and a half the total. Really not much of a difference from where uh, the money line price was yesterday. Uh, same with the total. It was also six and a half yesterday, so there's no change there. Uh, obviously, it was a very good effort from the Senators uh, last night. Uh, much The much better team. It really wasn't even close. I mean, they definitely thoroughly outplayed uh, the Detroit Red Wings. Like I said, I, on yesterday's show, I, when I took Detroit, I took the over as well. So it was a split for me with the side in total in that uh, Red Wings-Sens game last night. But I did say yesterday, if I, if I take Detroit tonight and they lose, 
will come right back to the well with Detroit tonight. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Red Wings here at plus 110, uh, assuming this team will play better tonight. Uh, I think they damn well should be because they were definitely uh, outplayed thoroughly last night by the uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, and Helberg, you know, I can't even say, really fault him. I mean, I know eventually Ottawa broke out and they ended up scoring six goals last night uh, in that 6-2 victory. But, man, Magnus Helberg did everything in his power to keep Detroit in it early. He made some big-time saves, especially in that first period. Uh, but eventually the roof's going to cave in when you're giving up such grade-A quality in the scoring chance department. And, unfortunately, the Detroit Red Wings were like that. Uh, here uh, last night. So uh, I definitely am going to look toward Detroit here, plus 110. Uh, it's to avoid getting swept here on the back-to-back. Uh, -back. Billy Huso, by the way, will be in net for the uh, Red Wings here tonight. We expect it to be Mad Sogard here for Ottawa. It was Cam Talbot last night uh, getting the start for the uh, Detroit, uh, for the Ottawa Senators last night. So it'll probably be the youngster, uh, Mad Sogard, getting the uh, opportunity here tonight. This one, I think, be careful with the total. I liked the over last night. But you've got Huso now, the number one guy in net for Detroit. Uh, Ottawa going with Sogard, who hasn't been terrible uh, here in his first few starts. Um, and a Detroit team that's probably going to want to hunker down a little bit more defensively. So, you know, and often I say when two teams play each other back to back, I kind of try to make a case for the opposite to happen. Doesn't always work out that way. But with competitive teams like these two teams, that's kind of what I expect. So I know it was Ottawa and the over last night. I'd probably consider it. I do like Detroit. I have bet Detroit, but I'd probably actually lean under here tonight at six and a half, thinking we maybe get a little bit of a tighter, a lower scoring game in this one. We do are involved with props. And I say, I pretty much think, you know what, just run it back with so many of these props again, that continue to cash in, especially Tim Stutzla over shots on goal. That just continues to be uh, a moneymaker. Uh, and as far as the uh, prop uh, shots on goal numbers are concerned, uh, you know, look out for Alex Dabrinkit. I want to point out Alex Dabrinkit over two and a half shots on goal tonight. Uh, even though it's minus 165, you know, the price isn't great. But, you know, he started to shoot the puck more. Uh, 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 right now he's gone. Let me just see here. Three of the last five games, he's gone over that shot prop. Uh, and he's also uh, gotten over the shot on goal prop against Detroit, you know, pretty much in every recent meeting. And now remember, he's faced... Uh, Detroit, some of these were when he was with Chicago, but when he's faced Detroit, he has been uh, going over that shots on goal props. So the the head-to-head the -head matchup kind of points to that uh, here as well uh, in this game. So uh, definitely as far as this game goes, uh, those are two shots on goal props that would stand out uh, to me here with the uh, Ottawa uh, and Detroit game. Uh, of course, last night, uh, Claude Giroux was excellent, got a couple of points. Drake Batherson, of course, scored a goal. He had a point as well, which I ended up taking in that game. I think that's worth a look. Dylan Larkin uh, overshots on goal cashed last night. You could probably go back to that here as well. He did not get a point, though, last night, which is a rarity for him. You know, it's not often that you see uh, Dylan Larkin end up going through a game where uh, he has trouble uh, getting on the score sheet. But uh, you look at tonight going into this game here with the uh, Senators, held off the score sheet last night in spite of having five shots on goal, and you would definitely expect him to try to make up for that here uh, tonight. So Dylan Larkin to get a point, uh, again, a little pricey. Uh, so if you don't want to take it as a single straight bet, you can always throw it into an SGP or a parlay of some kind uh, and go that route uh, as well tonight. Uh, all right, next up, we've got the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay minus 165, home favorite seven uh, being the total in this one. Tampa Bay off that debacle and that's exactly what it was especially in the second period uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins seven to three football score 
Penguins put up a touchdown, just the field goal for the uh, Lightning. I thought it was Steelers and Buccaneers for a minute, but uh, it isn't Steelers, Bucks. It's uh, Penguins, Lightning, and it was seven to three uh, in favor of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins on uh, Sunday. Uh, just an awful performance from the Lightning, and really they had two stinkers over the weekend. I don't think they played well against Detroit, but Vasilevsky stood on his head and saved their bacon. They got outshot a collective eighty-one to forty-seven. Uh, in the two games over the weekend by the uh, Red Wings and the Penguins. So uh, there's absolutely no question about it. Tampa Bay is is going to want to come out much better here uh, tonight facing the uh, Florida Panthers who, you know, just continue to be up one game down the next. Uh, they've alternated wins and losses in their last eight games. Beat San Jose, lose to Colorado, beat Minnesota, lose to St. Louis, beat uh, Washington, lose to Nashville, beat the Anaheim Ducks, and then lose to Buffalo. Uh, in their uh, last game. They've had plenty of time off the Florida Panthers, so they're on some extended rest here. Three days since that last game. They are 3-1, and one, the uh, Florida Panthers, on extended rest uh, this season. Worth noting here that Tampa Bay, one day rest, 21-5, and 6-2 and two off a loss in that situation uh, this year. So we'll see how that plays out for this game uh, tonight. If you actually look back on Tampa Bay, they've had some instances before this season where they return home off a pretty rough road performance. This has happened to them a few times. I remember that game against Florida where uh, there's actually been, I'm just looking back now. Yeah, there's been a couple of occasions where they enter uh, off a road game and they come back home and they get right. And that has been the case more often than not. If you look back at the season and the game logs for Tampa Bay, they lost on the road at the end of a road trip at Detroit, 7-4, to December 21st. They return home against Montreal, and they get right. They win 4-1 to uh, against uh, Montreal. Uh, they lose at Winnipeg, 4-2, to January 6th at the end of a road trip. That was that game where John Cooper was railing on his team for taking too many penalties. And then they come back home, and they face Columbus. They win 6-3 to uh, in that game. And again, hot start uh, for them. Uh, in that game as well against uh, Columbus when they returned it on. They jumped out 2 nothing. Same thing with the Montreal win after they lost at Detroit. Uh, and then after that, they had a loss at Calgary 6-3 to at the end of a road trip late January. They return home. They beat Minnesota 4-2 to uh, in that game. Uh, and then uh, after that, they lost at Florida. That's the one instance where they uh, got bombed uh, in a road game. They return home and they did not win. Uh, San Jose beat them in overtime 4-3. to But Tampa Bay was up 3-1 to one in the first period in that game against San Jose in spite of the fact they lost 4-3 uh, in a, a shootout. So the bottom line is I would think Tampa Bay, and I want to more look toward Tampa Bay in the first period puck line tonight because we really have seen them play strong in the first 20 minutes. When they're at home, they're off a bad road game. Uh, we have seen them repeatedly have strong, fast starts in some of these games. So that's probably what I'll look at here is Tampa Bay first period uh, puck line. But that's probably all I'm going to look at because, you know, I could see them jumping out fast and then maybe Florida, you know, settles in and gets stronger later in the game. You know, kind of like, you know, that's exactly what would have happened against San Jose uh, just a couple of weeks ago where, you know, Tampa Bay jumped on them early. But, you know, second period, third period, San Jose got better. Uh, in that game. And maybe that happens here for Florida. So I think for this situation and this spot in particular, I would rather have Florida first period minus a half plus 145 on the puck line rather than uh, Tampa Bay in regulation, which is minus 112, which is not a bad price. But 
I don't know if I'd want that. These are important games for their opponent right now. The Florida Panthers, who are fighting like mad for their playoff lives, uh, you would think they're going to bring a strong effort, especially losing to Buffalo in their last game. I don't know if I can trust the performance level of this team right now, but you would think effort-wise it's there for them uh, here tonight. So if I look at Tampa, I'd prefer just the first period and then stay off uh, in terms of the uh, full game. I will look at the over, but live and wait for a six and a half. And it's a perfect night to do that, obviously, with the uh, bet cast uh, tonight starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we'll definitely be looking at a live over here in this uh, game at some point. Uh, this will also be the first meeting between these teams since that February 6th game in Florida, which was uh, an ugly one for the Lightning. Seven to one beat down by the uh, Florida Panthers uh, over the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And I believe that was right after the All-Star break as well. So uh, that was just ugly. So, you know, Tampa Bay probably will um, look at that game and say, hey, we, we have a chance now to earn some redemption. That was pretty embarrassing that the Panthers just put it to them uh, in that game. I would expect uh, Tampa Bay to have a fast start. And that's where I'm going to focus on uh, not Tampa regulation, not Tampa full game puck line, hone in on that first period, hone in on that first 20 minutes. And that's what I'm going to do with uh, Tampa Bay uh, minus a half plus 145 uh, props here. Um, there are some good prop options here uh, in this game. We'll have to uh, see how it goes on both sides. Actually, there's some good prop options here. Victor Hedman continues to go over his shots on goal. Worth a look. Stamkos been firing it more lately over shots on goal. Brandon Montour is now all of a sudden a sneaky trending over shots on goal player from the blue line lately. Sam Reinhart has really started to shoot it more. His over two and a half shots is only around minus 130. Uh, so there's some really good, and I think it's going to be a high volume shot game uh, between these two teams because also keep in mind, like look at these past uh, couple of meetings here uh, between uh, Florida and Tampa Bay, 49, 33, 82 shots combined in the February 6th matchup. Uh, December, when these teams played, we saw 63 shots on goal combined. Before that, we saw 70 shots on goal combined back in October. So in the three meetings, we've had 70, we've had 63, and we've had 82 in terms of the shots on goal numbers. And if you're going to bet a lot of shots on goal props in one particular game, you want to see some of those you know, 60s and especially 70s and even 80s in terms of the uh, shots on goal numbers. And you've been seeing that in the head-to-head -head meetings this year with the uh, Panthers and the Lightning. So I think in, from that standpoint, uh, the shots on goal numbers are worth a look. Uh, there are some streaking, surging players as well uh, here. I mentioned Hedman uh, with the shots on goal, worth a look, no doubt. Reinhardt's gone over his shots in five straight uh, games for the uh, Panthers. Uh, Hedman in four straight games for the Lightning. Colton in four straight games for the Lightning. And Colton is a sneaky uh, under-the-radar bargain bin option. He's been getting on the scoreboard a little bit more lately, so getting a point prop on him of some kind or uh, even a goal prop worth a look. I think you have to automatically – the price is obviously not great. It's Braden Point. Everybody knows how good he is and how good he's been lately. I mean, it's only plus 135 to plus 120. You know, and plus 120 to plus 135 in that range for uh, Braden Point to score a goal tonight. But he's probably going to find the back of the net. You know, he, he, he probably will. And if you actually look at the uh, history and the charts of him in the past, uh, in terms of scoring goals, finding the uh, back of the net here for Braden Point, Braden Point has scored a goal in four of the last five games. He has scored a goal in four straight games for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning on a four-game goal-scoring streak. And if you look at how he's fared against Florida head-to-head, -head, Braden Point has scored a goal 
in 86% of hit the games that Tampa Bay has played against Florida. So, you know, he's absolutely just, he, he's produced. He's, he's found the back of the net. He has been uh, a goal scoring magnet uh, repeatedly against uh, Florida uh, over his career. And again, so you've got a guy that's consistently scoring goals against Florida head to head, a guy that scored in four straight games. Yeah, I know the price is not great. It's only, you're only plus 120 to plus 135 at most books. Uh, Braden Point to score a goal tonight, but I think you still have to play it uh, given all those percentages that are working in your favor. Yeah, great call by Terry. No question about that. Uh, he is uh, rolling right now. Our guy, our li the Listerine man, uh, E2, uh, Cool Mint Listerine uh, right now for the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, yeah, he's, he's been in very good form for them. Uh, no doubt, if you're going to look at points props, uh, that is one to put in your pocket for sure uh, going into uh, this game tonight. Uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, what else do we have here? We've got some other ones that are worth a lot. I mentioned Montour over shots on goal. Ekblad's gone over his shots on goal nine of the last 10 games. There's another one. Reinhardt's been insanely good. Like I said, five straight over shots on goal, nine of the last 10 over shots on goal. Verhage's gone over his shots on goal, eight of the last 10 games uh, as well. Yeah, E2 Coolmint loose to Renan with a point in seven of the last 10 games. Good one there. No question about that. Let me see what the price is on Lusterine. Lusterine's point prop is probably going to be very reasonable. Yeah, more than very reasonable. Plus 130 for E2 Coolmint Lusterine to get a point tonight at uh, uh, DraftKings. So uh, definitely uh, a, a situation where, you know, you're talking about plus 130 and he's gotten a point in five of the last seven and seven of the last 10 for the uh, Florida Panthers. And of course, he's playing a prominent spot in the lineup now moving on up for the uh, Panthers uh, of late uh, because of some, uh, you know, issues with uh, Barkov being out and Bennett being out. And by the way, Barkov and Bennett are still going to be out tonight for Florida. So you've got uh, E2 Coolmint loose to and centering the second line with Verhage and Duclair Lundell between Sammy Reinhardt and Matthew Kachuk uh, on the uh, top line uh, for the uh, Panthers. Uh, and uh, pretty much that's, and then status quo pretty much on the uh, bottom six, uh, as far as the uh, goaltending, Bobrovsky and Vasilevsky, it's the matchup we expected. It's the matchup we're going to get uh, here in between the uh, pipes tonight uh, in this one. So, uh, yeah, definitely some good props, uh, and it's good. We're going to load up on props tonight. we got a live bet cast tonight. We need act. Well, we don't need action, but this is all well-conceived action. This is not just betting for the sake of betting. These are well-thought-out props. These are props that are hitting, props that are trending at a high percentage uh, of late. So, yeah, we're going to have high-volume props, but it's not going to be, you know, we're just betting props willy-nilly for the fucking hell of it. No, we've got logic, we've got trends, we've got streaking, we've got, uh, you know, hot, you know, current form players that we're backing with a lot of these props, whether it's shots on goal, goal props, assist props, point props, you name it. So, uh, definitely, this is one of those games where there's a lot of tantalizing options. Like I said on Twitter last night, I mean, now that I've really started to hammer the props, and, and handicap them intensely and put the time and the work and the effort into them on a daily basis, you're finding just such great spots on a daily basis. And there's so many of them. Like it's really been amazing to witness uh, how many underpriced player props there have been uh, since I've been really working at it hard the last uh, couple of weeks since the football season ended. I mean, Max Domi be, uh, plus 102 for an assist last night was, was insane. You know, for a guy that's been, you know, just setting up his line mates repeatedly, been trending to that assist prop. It was plus 102 last night. You know, player props, like I said, you know, they have become the buffet table food lineup. There's so much good stuff on the table available to you, but you can only eat so much. You can only take so much. 
you know, that's kind of what it's like right now with these uh, player props. So good options here for sure in this Florida-Tampa Bay game tonight. All right, Columbus and Buffalo. We've got the uh, Sabres, minus 200 home favorites, six and a half being the total in this one. The uh, Sabres are in uh, great form. And, you know, I think it was it had to have been a relief for Buffalo Sabres fans that after those two great wins on the road in the state of Florida, beating the Lightning and beating the Panthers on back-to-back nights, no less. You know, I thought for sure, not for sure, but I was very worried about them going into the Florida Panthers game on Friday night, the night after that wild one against Tampa Bay, where, you know, Buffalo explodes for five goals. They were up by a couple. They blow the lead in the third. Tampa comes back and ties it. And then Labushkin gets the game winner in overtime, six to five. Tage Thompson had a hat trick in that one. Uh, Certainly, I thought going into Florida the next night, what a ripe spot for them to just hit the wall after that, you know, very, very uh, entertaining roller coaster ride, emotional win against Tampa Bay. But they they hung tough. They got good goaltending from the old man. Craig Anderson was in net that night, and they beat Florida three to one. So it was extremely impressive to see the way the uh, Sabers uh, did not have that letdown or slip up uh, against the Panthers the night after that huge win against the Lightning. And then they come back home and we've talked about how they've not been the same team at home this year, the Buffalo Sabres, where they have a 12 and 17 home record compared to that 19 and 10 road record. They've got a reverse home road split thing going on uh, this team, Uh, but they come back home against the Washington Capitals who started to feel a little bit better about themselves after that uh, big blowout win against the Rangers on Saturday afternoon. And Buffalo goes into that game Sunday and takes care of Washington seven to four. I mean, the offense is just lethal when they're rolling. They can be just uh, frightening, you know, on the offensive side of things, Buffalo scored seven against Anaheim four against San Jose, Uh, even in the bad game they had against Toronto, they still scored three and that was a bad game for Buffalo and they still scored three goals, six against uh, Tampa, three against Florida, the seventh spot against uh, Washington. So very scary offensive team. If they can get just a little bit of defense, You know, it's going to go a long way uh, for them uh, going forward. Uh, You look at this head-to-head matchup. You know, Columbus had beaten Buffalo three straight times since the start of last year. In fact, last year, Columbus swept the season series. They won all three games against the uh, Buffalo Sabres, 7-4, 4-3, and 7-3. But boy, Buffalo got them uh, in the previous meeting earlier this year, back in December, in Columbus, 9-4. And we remember that game well. I think uh, I was on the over. I was on the Sabres uh, team total. I believe I was on Sabres in regulation in that game. And, you know, it, Tage Thompson just went nuts. Absolutely friggin' nuts uh, in that game for the uh, Buffalo Sabres uh, against Columbus that night. What do you have? Five goals, I believe, off the top of my Like, he was just absolutely incredible uh, in that hockey game uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, that was the uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five-goal night for uh for Tage Thompson uh in Columbus earlier uh this year. Yeah, five goals, one assist, six points. Nine shots on goal as well. So if you if you buy into a, a sequel happening tonight then uh Tage Thompson over shots and uh point pro- the hat trick, you know, do you sprinkle on the hat trick? Can he do it again? Can Lightning strike twice here with the uh with Tage Thompson against this Columbus team? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But no, Tage Thompson, you know, I think people were worried about him for a few games just like a week or two ago. People were saying, what's wrong with Tage Thompson there? He had a few games there where he was, you know, he was held without a point in three or four games there. And, you know, the early part of February and people were starting to wonder what the hell's wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. He's got five goals in the last uh, six games. 
Uh, he has a six game point streak uh, coming into uh, tonight. So uh, that definitely should continue. I mean, if you're going to bet any props involving the point prop, you got to put it in a parlay, obviously, uh, if involving Thompson. But uh, there's no doubt, um, you know, he is playing uh, well right now. There's no issues. There's no worries. None. Zero uh, with uh, Tage Thompson. He's fine. And he's probably going to have another uh, really good night. In fact, I think over three and a half shots on goal is worth a look here. Three straight, he's gone over that number. Five of the last six games, he's gone uh, over that number. And again, the nine spot in terms of shots on goal that he had in the December matchup versus this same Columbus Blue Jackets team. So a uh, good prop there as far as I'm concerned with that. Um, uh, uh, other props. Now, I like the over. I, I, don't, I, think I've, I don't think I had said that already, uh, so I'll say it now. Uh, I do like the over here. Why not? I mean, it's just there should be goals. Uh, there really should be. I mean, uh, Columbus, I know they had, they've had some unders lately. They've actually been streaking under lately, Columbus. Uh, six and one to the under in their last seven games. But you look at some of those games. They had New Jersey, and I think they got New Jersey without Jack Hughes. Winnipeg kind of scuffling offensively. Dallas kind of, you know, isn't always great every night at the offensive end. Arizona can drag you into a lower scoring game. Colum uh, Minnesota again. And then they played Minnesota. Uh, again, uh, in their last game, 3-2. So they played Minnesota three times, New Jersey with no Hughes, Winnipeg, who's not an offensive juggernaut at the moment, Dallas, who were hit or miss offensively, and Arizona, who were hit or miss offensively. The one game that did go over for Columbus in their last seven games was that game against Edmonton, which was pond hockey, up and down, up and down the ice, 6-5 final score, flew over the total. Uh, probably a good chance we see uh, this game get over the total. Series history dictates that. Uh, we've seen uh, five straight meetings go over the total between the Blue Jackets and the Sabres, 4-3-7-4-4-3-7-3-9-4. So, yeah, over six and a half. You got to lay some juice here, minus 135, minus 140 for uh, over six and a half. But we are on that uh, here tonight. Uh, you could always wait for a live uh, a better number, better price. We do have our bet cast tonight, so we do want to remind you of that. If you want to get a better price, you can wait for it uh, during the game. But uh, no question, I think uh, this game will go over the total. Uh, in terms of the uh, prop market here, oh, there's lots to consider because I think it's going to be a high event game. Uh, we do, we should see Merzlikens in net. Yeah, Merzlikens and Craig Anderson uh, are going to be the goaltenders. Keep in mind, too, Columbus, when they play teams that can score and find the back of the net with no Gavrikov, he continues to get sit, uh, sit out, uh, by, sat out, I should say, uh, get my uh, grammar proper. Uh, sat out by the uh, Jackets as they await some kind of deal to be made for his services before Friday's uh, trade deadline. Without him, I think they're a worse defensive team. You know, we have seen instances where this team definitely struggles a lot more in their own end. And look, we saw it with Edmonton, right? Hard to contain that team. Uh, and I think that they could have some issues here tonight without Gavrikov on the ice uh, facing this uh, Buffalo Sabres team. But yeah, in terms of the uh, player prop markets tonight, again, I think there's definitely Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins, got, uh, how many times have I said Dylan Cousins? You shouldn't. It, it shouldn't even have to be said anymore when I'm talking about a Sabres game for crying out loud. How many times have I said Dylan? This kid's phenomenal, just outstanding, just love the kid. I mean, he is uh, absolutely work ethic personified. A hat trick, of course, against Washington, a four-point game, eight shots on goal. Cousins has now gone over his shots on goal in three of the last four games. He's firing that puck more. And keep in mind what the usage situation is with Cousins. We've got injuries for Buffalo. Alex Tuck is on IR. He ain't coming back anytime soon. Rasmus Dahlin, who takes the onus upon himself to shoot from the blue line, he's out 
for the uh, Buffalo Sabres as well. So someone else has to pick up the slack. Someone else has to fire the puck a little bit more often than maybe they would in the past. And Dylan Cousins might be that guy. Uh, three goals, one assist against Washington, eight shots on goal uh, in that victory as well. Uh, so any Dylan, I'm, I'm going Dylan Cousins, everything here. Shots on goal over, uh, goal prop, point prop, goal props plus 200, point prop is not, it's minus 150. It's pretty damn good, you know, considering the situation with tuck out, uh, Cousins steps up offensively even more. And again, his over shots prop is only minus 114 at Unibet over two and a half. It's an outstanding look there. Yeah, Owen Power. I've got the power. Yes, Daniel H. Uh, let's not forget about him. He is he is trying to get uh, into the offense more. Uh, there's no question about that. And five shots on goal against Washington. I think that's a direct correlation. And he's gotten a point, by the way, uh, in back-to-back games. Again, a direct correlation with the injury and the absence of Rasmus Dahlin. No question about that. Uh, he's going to have to assume more responsibility. Five-on-five offense, driving that rush from the back end, driving that offense from the back end, power play, take a a quarterback mentality now of the power play for the Buffalo Sabres uh, moving forward uh, without uh, Darlene in the lineup. Uh, And he's probably the guy that has to do it as well. With all due respect to uh, Yoki Haru and Samuelson and Labushkin and Bryson and Clegg, the other defensemen, Owen Power now becomes your quarterback, uh, your power play quarterback now without Rasmus Darlene. So uh, absolutely uh, makes all the sense in the world uh, right now, Daniel, to look at props involving power with the absence of, because again, you got to look for usage shifts, usage shifts. That's the key phrase. That's the key term when you're betting player props, look for guys that are going to have to do more and, and, and take more responsibility when there's injuries elsewhere. Uh, We talk about cousins up front with no tuck. We talk about uh, now power without Darlene. Uh, so these are great situations from a prop standpoint that will appear during the course of a long season. So he's plus 150 to get an assist. I'm disappointed we don't have point props anywhere for uh, Owen. At least I don't think we do. Uh, but uh, Owen Power to get an assist is plus 150. Uh, to get a goal even at plus 600. But there's got to be some point props here somewhere. Anyway, I'll, I'll look at it uh, after the uh, show. But uh, I haven't uh, seen too many of them of yet. Let me see if uh, bet uh, 365 has them. And now I, I use bet stamp too, to, which gives me a, usually a good indication of which props are available at every book, but I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of books that are offering options right now on points for power. Uh, so if anyone has that for me, uh, keep that in mind. Yeah. Jack Quinn, great call. Great call uh, there. Jack Quinn playing with Thompson and Skinner uh, on that uh, top line for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Jack Quinn's starting to get, uh, remember, this guy's a, a talented kid, 21 years old, uh, you know, is a guy that uh, eighth overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft. Uh, he had two points in the win against Washington. He had two goal, goals in back-to-back games against the Leafs and the Lightning last week. Uh, he's got four points in the last four games uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres, six points in the last six games as well uh, for the Sabres. So I agree with that. Look, Jack Quinn, uh, plus 350 to get a goal. That's a great price. You can get an assist at plus 250. To get a point is just plus 135. To get a point for Jack Quinn is just plus 135. Look at that price. Look at that price. Plus one freaking 35 for Jack Quinn just to get a point here tonight uh, against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Amazing. Great price. Again, you're not seeing adjustments here because odds makers aren't keeping up with Jack Quinn being moved up to the top line. You know, we are, but they aren't. 
And that's why you're able to get these uh, great prices uh, on some of these uh, props. Again, plus 135 to get a point here for uh, Mr. Quinn tonight uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. And again, he's got two, three, four, six points for the Sabres in the last six games. He has four points in the last four games, and he has a point, at least one point in four. There uh, are three of the last four games uh, for the uh, Sabres as well. So there you go. Come all without, come all within. You ain't seen nothing like the mighty Quinn. Uh, hopefully he will be the mighty Quinn uh, here tonight for the uh, Sabres in this game. Uh, but we shouldn't neglect Columbus because I do think they will be able to chip in a little bit in terms of some uh, props and, and looks in that regard uh, here tonight in this game. I think if you look at a few things here for uh, the Columbus side of the equation, oh, here's one that's really flying under the radar for the uh, Jackets. This Adam Boquist, the blue liner for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, he has got he he's been a point producing machine lately for them. Uh, and now look, he may not play tonight. That's the only concern. He's a game time decision, lower body injury. Uh, we'll have to see if he uh, if he suits up here. But you talk about someone that's been heating up in the point production department. Adam Boquist has a point in five of the last six games for the Jackets coming into tonight. So hopefully he plays because he's been an absolute steal from a point standpoint lately. And he's lined at plus 142 at FanDuel to get a point tonight for the uh, uh, Blue Jackets. So uh, keep an eye on that. Let's see. Hopefully he plays. He'd be worth a look here for sure uh, in terms of uh, player props for the uh, Columbus side of the equation. Boone Jenner. Uh, over shots on goal. Again, they're dealing with a few injuries up front. I think the captain probably has to do a little bit more. Uh, Jack Roslovic, this is a streaky guy. And, you know, we saw him with four points against Edmonton. Uh, you know, he's been shooting the puck a little bit more. So maybe he chips in offensively uh, here tonight in this game for the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, what else have we got here in terms of uh, props? Like I said, I think Jenner's worth a look. Point prop, shots on goal. He's had five and six shots on goal. Uh, in uh, two of the last three games here for the uh, Jackets. So definitely uh, good uh, looks there. Yeah, Jack Quinn for a power play point plus 550 is a great value find there as well. Uh, like I say, I think it's already good enough that he's plus 135 to get a point. But if you really want to uh, go for the bargain, plus 550 on Jack Quinn to get a power play point uh, as well. So uh, very interesting uh, stuff here. And we're just hearing now that um, it's official. The New York Rangers have landed Patrick Kane. Number uh, 88 is headed uh, here to the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, congrats, of course, to uh, them. Another a huge, huge cat. Patrick Kane ended up getting his wish after all, uh, moving to the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, so the Rangers get Patrick Kane uh, in exchange for a 2023 second-round pick, which could become a first-round pick depending on uh, permutations, a fourth-round pick as well. Uh, so it's a three-team trade. Uh, it looks like uh, it is official. So there you go. Patrick Kane, a New York Ranger. And uh, apparently it's looking like it's still a chance that we see uh, Patrick Kane make his Rangers debut Wednesday night when they uh, take on the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So, uh, yeah, definitely some uh, – it's official. Like we knew this was going to happen. It was just a question of when it was going to be made official, and it has been made official. Patrick Kane, a member of the uh, New York Rangers. And, man, is that team fucking loaded or what? I mean, up front. It's ridiculous now, the, the, the talent they've got uh, up front with their forward group. It really is. I mean, it's uh, – wow, they can they can contend with anybody, essentially, uh, right now in terms of uh, offensive firepower uh, with what the uh, Rangers have. Let's see if we can find an up to the, the, the second here. 
uh, look of their uh, depth chart. The one thing about a lot of these sites is they're right up to the minute with some of this stuff. Uh, have they put Kane up there yet? I don't think so. But, man, I mean, you're talking about Panarin. Trocheck is revitalized since uh, Tarasenko's been there. Um, you know, Zabanajad, Kreider, and now you add Patrick Kane to all of that. I mean, Kreider, Zabanajad, Tarasenko, Panarin, Trocheck, and Patrick Kane. Are you like, look at that. Look at that top six. I mean, that's just uh, insane. Uh, what they're going to have at their disposal. There's no question. And again, Kane gets reunited with Panarin. He said he was, that's one of the things that appealed to him about going to the Rangers was being back with uh, Artemi Panarin, who he was uh, enjoyed playing with in the past. So big time news there with the uh, acquisition of uh, Patrick Kane for the uh, New York Rangers. All right, back to the Tuesday card. Let's roll along Pittsburgh and Nashville, Pittsburgh minus 135 road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, this is a game the Pittsburgh Penguins should win, but the Pittsburgh Penguins don't always win those games they should win, you know, and that's the issue with them uh, at times. They should win this game, though. I, I will say that. If you actually look at Pittsburgh's losses, Edmonton, Islanders, Devils when they got Jack Hughes back, the Islanders again, and they outplayed the Islanders in both games. They probably should have won both games, but Sorokin was just inhuman uh, in, the, in those games. And uh, L.A., were the losses. So they really didn't lose to any bad, bad teams. Uh, and the, the victories have been against some of the weaker teams, you know, San Jose, St. Louis, uh, although they did finally get the uh, big time win against Tampa Bay. That's a, two wins in a row for the Penguins. Does it propel them here tonight uh, against Nashville? It's Penguins or pass for me here. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Nashville. I know they've won three in a row, but Vancouver by the skin of their teeth, San Jose, or another team that are, you know, basically trading off and, uh, you know, going to have a hard time winning moving forward. Same thing with Arizona uh, in their last game. I mean, I don't want to make too much of a big deal that they beat the Canucks, the Sharks, and the Predators, or the Canucks, the Sharks, and the Coyotes. You know, I don't, I don't want to make too much of a deal uh, about that. So, but, but again, do I want to lay a buck thirty? Am I crazy about laying a buck thirty-five, a buck forty on the road? I don't know, but I certainly am leaning hard to Pittsburgh. Uh, let's see if. Uh, Tristan Jari's in net here tonight. We'll have to uh, wait and see on that. It is, and UC Saros here for uh, Nashville. Uh, of course, Ryan Johansson is going to be out long-term with the injury he suffered. Philip Forsberg still out. Yuso Parsonen is day-to-day -day here for the uh, Nashville Predators as well. Uh, there are some good props here in this uh, matchup here with the uh, Penguins and the uh, Preds uh, as well. Uh, if you look at the uh, last few games, Malkin, by the way, has gone over his shots on goal in four straight games for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. He's gotten a point in three straight games, so that's great to see Evgeny Malkin heating up at the uh, right time for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Here's a guy that's heating up for Nashville, though, Michael Granlin. Uh, he is one of those players that, you know, sometimes you can't find him with a telescope, and then he'll just get on a sizzling heater, you know, for just a brief moment. And it looks like he might be starting to uh, become one of those players, again, on a heater for the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, Granlund has three goals and six points in the last three games for the uh, Predators, and he's uh, minus 132 to get a point. He's plus 400 to score a goal. He's plus 110 to get an assist. His props are good. Here's one. It's even greater value for Nashville. Thomas Novak. I, I shit you not. Thomas freaking Novak here for the uh, 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 Nashville Predators. I, I took his props against Arizona. Let me let me bring up the card that I sent out from Sunday night because I, I took props with Thomas Novak Sunday night uh, in the game against Arizona. He was like plus one, 
plus 150 or so to get a point, plus 210 to get an assist. I, I took a shot with the goal prop. That came in. He's still plus 340 uh, in that stratosphere to get a goal tonight, which is absolutely worth a look. The point prop it still really hasn't been uh, adjusted too much on Novak. Even money, minus 105, plus 175 to get an assist. It's absolutely outstanding prop bets, for, in my opinion, with Novak. He's gotten a goal in four of the last five games, five goals during that span. Uh, he has a point in five straight games. And again, that prop is only minus 105. And he has an assist in four straight games. So you can go goal prop, you can go assist prop, you can go points prop here on Thomas Novak uh, moving forward. So uh, definitely uh, excellent value here uh, on Novak. And again, he's just been rolling lately for the uh, Nashville Predators. And say what you will about Pittsburgh's probably the team that needs the victory more than Nashville, who are selling off parts at the deadline. But Nashville's not rolling over either. You know, Nashville has, you know, not the competition hasn't been great, but they've won three in a row. They're not totally out of the playoff race yet. You know, they're six points back of the wild card spots. So, you know, that's also my reluctance to lay this kind of a number on the road with Pittsburgh because maybe Nashville's not totally rolling over the players that are still left on this team. I know they've traded Janot, they've traded Niederreiter, uh, and it looks like they're selling off and getting the table set for Barry Trotz when he takes over as the uh, president of Hockey Ops and the GM. Uh, but no, they, they have not rolled over and played dead, you know, like some teams do when they're starting to sell pieces right before the deadline. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah, Pittsburgh probably has the much better chance to make the playoffs, but it's not like Nashville is completely just, uh, you know, shit in the bed and not doing anything or not trying in these games. So uh, definitely that's the concern here. So while I lean Pittsburgh, I don't know if I'll be pulling the trigger. I lean that direction, though, uh, and I'll be looking more at props uh, than anything here. Like I said, Malkin props uh, trending over lately. Oh, by the way, Cody Glass with a point in three straight games for the uh, Nashville Predators. And again, with a couple forwards moved out of there lately, that's probably going to open up even more opportunity for Cody Glass, who was plus 125 uh, to get a point in this game. He's going to be on the number one PP uh, as well, so he's going to get peeper time for the uh, uh, for the Nashville Predators tonight. He had a goal and an assist against Arizona. He has points in three straight games for the uh, Predators, as I mentioned. So uh, Cody Glass as well, plus 125 for Nashville. Cody Glass repair, Cody Glass replace. Okay, that's not funny. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, I do think he has a chance to uh, get uh, on the uh, score sheet here uh, tonight uh, against the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, and again, he's also a prominent uh, role for him uh, on the uh, top six forward group now as well for Nashville. So that's the one thing you're going to find with the player props. These teams that are uh, you know, trading away players left and right, Man, is it going to open up so much, so many great prop opportunities with these guys that are going to have to move up the lineup into the top six forward role and fill some of these vacant spots? Philip Tomasino is another guy for Nashville. Four points in the last three games. You know, he's on a three game consecutive point scoring streak for them. Uh, and uh, so, unfortunately, I don't see point props for him, but I do see plus 490 to score a goal. The power play points, oddly enough, are posted and they're plus 610 for that. So, there's another one to keep an eye on here uh, for uh, for the uh, Predators here in this game. Uh, like I say, for the uh, Pittsburgh side of things, uh, I think there was a couple more I was eyeing here. Let me just uh, bring up my uh, numbers here. Uh, hold on one sec. Yeah. Oh, Yossi overshots on goal. Yossi's been shooting shooting like crazy lately. And Yossi with an assist, by the way, in eight of the last ten games. Yossi point prop, I mean, it's been automatic, but obviously it's 
expensive. It's minus 210. But the assist prop is only minus 135 for Roman Yossi. And Yossi has gotten an assist for the uh, Predators here uh, in uh, eight of the last 10 games. Uh, so it's worth a look. Um, against Seoul as well, overshots on goal. Uh, Duchesne, a Duchesne assist may not be cheap enough. No, it is. A Duchesne assist is only plus 125, plus 110. It's a good price. Duchesne for the Preds has gotten uh, an assist in seven of the last 10 games. Same with Crosby. We have talked repeatedly about the Crosby assist prop. I've been betting it on, on more than a few occasions. So uh, that's definitely uh, an option for you as well with uh, uh, Crosby to get an assist here tonight uh, in this game. Let me look at the... Um, the hot zone here uh, as well as far as the uh, uh, goal uh, markets are uh, concerned here. Let me just see goal data. Let me just uh, take a look. Is there anything that stands out? You know, Crosby uh, against Nashville has found the back of the net a few times. Uh, Yossi, Yossi actually has a goal in three of the last five games. So you could even sprinkle on Yossi to get a goal for the uh, Predators tonight if you're so inclined. Uh, and what else do we have here on the uh, uh Malkin, of course, uh, three of the last five games he has scored a goal for the uh, Penguins. So, again, he's starting to heat up. Uh, Yakov Trenin, three of the last five games he scored a goal for Nashville. So there's someone you could get real bargain bin value on. Again, three of the last five games for Yakov Trenin for Nashville with a goal plus 550. So, you know, keep that in mind uh, as well. All right, next game up here on the uh, – Tuesday slate, Seattle Kraken, St. Louis Blues, Seattle minus 150, road favorites, six the total in this game. So, yeah, you know, Seattle's struggling. There's no question. But if they're ever going to get back on track, it's tonight. It has to be tonight. You know, I know they've lost three in a row. It's been a bad, bad week for the Kraken. It started with that. I, I can't believe they, they got shut out by San Jose 4 nothing, but they did. They lose a tough one to Boston where they actually played really well. Uh, but they lose to the mighty Bruins 6-5. They did not play as well against Toronto, and they got uh, rolled 5-1 to one, uh, in that game. But if there's ever a game where they've got to get back on track and uh, an opponent that they can take advantage of to get back on track, it's this game here against the reeling St. Louis Blues. I mean, St. Louis played a little bit better against Pittsburgh, but they still got dominated in shots on goal, outplayed, outchanced. That game's not close. That game does not go to overtime without Jordan Bennington. You could argue the Vancouver game before that, that they lost. That doesn't go to overtime without uh, Jordan Bennington. So, you know, it's been disappointing to see that that was the result for St. Louis after Craig Berube had that tirade calling out his best players. They didn't exactly respond in the best way uh, against Pittsburgh. Still got thoroughly outplayed for the most part from start to finish. So for me, I'm going to take Seattle in regulation here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to trust them to finally find a way. Now, if they lose four... They lost 4 nothing to San Jose on the road last week, so nothing's a given with Seattle right now. They are struggling a little bit. Maybe they could, maybe they could lose this game, but I'm going to take a shot that they don't. I'm going to take a shot that they don't, uh, and uh, they can find a way here. I'm Actually, there's, there is a minus 145 on Seattle full-game money line at DraftKings. I think what I will do is I will go out with a half and half. I'll go half on the uh, Seattle Full game money line minus 145 and also half on Seattle in regulation, which we can get at plus 108 uh, right now uh, at uh, Pinnacle. So uh, that is what I'm going to look for here in this game, a little split with Seattle and St. Louis. And I know it's Jones and Nett, and Jones hasn't been as good uh, lately, uh, but uh, St. Louis to me is just, you know, I I, th I expected more after what the coach said 
after the Vancouver game. And we really didn't see it. They were fortunate as shit that that was a, a game they got a point in only because of their goaltender. Pittsburgh dominated them uh, in that game. So this will be the first start in a while uh, for Martin Jones. Martin Jones did enter the Toronto game uh, in relief of uh, Philip Brubauer, but he has not made a start since that San Jose game where they lost 4 nothing. And again, his recent form is concerning. No question. 4-4, four, 5-4. Four, a goal scored in the last four games. So that is also why I'm going to take the over here uh, in this game. Over six minus 115. I know the Blues haven't generated as much offense lately. Uh, the shots on goal, they haven't generated many pucks on net. Uh, maybe this is an easier night for Martin Jones because of that. But uh, I can, uh, with his current form, I've got to take some insurance as well that maybe we see the over here, Cash, because you know there is that concern that he's given up four goals now or more in four straight starts coming into tonight. So uh, I will go with those two, uh, Seattle in regulation and split with Seattle in regulation, Seattle money line, and also uh, over six. And then in the prop world uh, for this game, uh, you know, there are a couple here that uh, do pique my uh, interest uh, in this game. Uh, Jared McCann, where's his point prop? Just continue to bet that. Yeah, he's been rolling with the points lately uh, for the Seattle Kraken. Jared McCann, Eberly, you know, point prop. They're all reasonable uh, as far as the pricing goes. Uh, and they've all been uh, cashing in uh, a lot lately for Seattle. I mean, they've factored in on so much of the offense uh, for the uh, Kraken. Yeah, it's only minus 122 on uh, uh, McCann to get a point. It's only minus 140 on Eberly uh, to get a point uh, for the uh, Kraken tonight. Minus 120 on Beneers to get a point uh, as well. I mean, these are all reasonably priced players for uh, guys that normally do hit the score sheet when Seattle scores goals and wins games. So I think it's they're, they're all good prop looks tonight uh, from a point prop standpoint. I think this is the night, too, again, from his days in Nashville. And if I'm not mistaken, he, when he was in Nashville, this guy actually, Vince Dunn, there's another one in terms of point props for Seattle. But uh, Ellie Tolvanen uh, for the uh, Seattle Kraken's kind of cooled off a little bit of late. But if you actually look at his uh, the, uh, charts and his head-to-head -head numbers against, uh, uh, against um, St. Louis from when he was with uh, the Predators, he actually did do a pretty good job contributing against them. So this could be a night where Tolvanen can step up a little bit as well. St. Louis, I'm staying away from any props involved other than Justin Falk uh, over shots on goal. Just continues to uh, come through. And uh, uh, he's been shooting the puck quite a bit. Uh, he has gone over his shots on goal in three straight games coming into tonight. And he has uh, also been trending over his shots on goal eight of the last 10 games. Yeah, Jared McCann with a point in seven of the last 10 uh, for the uh, Seattle Kraken. There's one guy that you could maybe look to tonight in terms of uh, props on St. Louis. Buchnevich has been, you know, someone that's been hitting the score sheet r routinely of late. So uh, keep an eye on that. So those are the props I'd consider as well here for Kraken and Blues tonight. Uh, all right, that's the first half of the Tuesday card. 248 live viewers. Hit the like button. We'll continue to roll along with the back half of this Tuesday NHL card uh, right after we hear from our good friends at Gramco. All right. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. And is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. 
you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys show. Los Angeles Kings, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, next up, Jets minus 130, home favorite, six the total uh, in this one. Um, man, um, I wish I had a mulligan on that on Sunday. I mean, there's no way that's the best bet for me on this show. And you guys know that if I knew David Riddick was going to be the star. I had no idea a bonus was going to do that uh, at all. I mean, I don't know why he did that, quite honestly. You just had Connor Hellebuck, and the whole team played awful. It was not just Hellebuck. The whole team was awful against Colorado. This guy has a known track record after losing badly, playing badly, and getting pulled of being just uh, dominant in the next start. And you roll back with David Riddick Sunday afternoon against the Islanders. I couldn't believe that uh, at all uh, on Sunday. And obviously, they don't win that game. And I don't want to fault it on David. They were they were horseshit. They were not ready to play in the first period. They got outshot 12 to 1 uh, in the first period by uh, the Islanders in that game. But at the same time, you know, three of those four Islanders goals were very weak goals on David Riddick. The first goal was no screen, and it goes right past him. Uh, the third goal should have been stopped by Brock Nelson, who's had is on a torrid streak right now in terms of points, but uh, that's still got to be stopped uh, by David Riddick. Uh, and you know, but again, they did not come out ready to play. That's the most concerning thing about that result for the Jets is that after getting buried by Colorado on home ice, that they were that poor coming out of the gate, you know, in the first period. So. <laughs> I, there's, I don't want to step in front of Winnipeg tonight because this is the night they'll have Hellebuck. Nino Niederreiter is going to make his Jets debut. Whenever there's a debuting player or a guy that your team gets right at or before the trade deadline, that sparks the team. It can spark the team. It can rejuvenate, revitalize, and send another shot of adrenaline coursing right through the dressing room when we see something like this. So uh, I don't want to step in front of Winnipeg tonight. I don't want to be the, one of these guys that took Winnipeg Sunday and um, looked awful, go against them tonight, even though I'm always interested when I see L.A. at a plus 110 and, and see Winnipeg bounce back tonight. They will have Hellebuck tonight. They still have a very good home record. They have to try to stop the bleeding here. Uh, the concern, too, is Pierre-Luc Dubois, PLD, game-time decision as well for this game tonight due to a lower body injury. Uh, for the uh, Jets, so we'll see if he suits up. He's been pretty quiet lately. He deserves some blame, too. I mean, the last three games, he's been held without a point. That can't happen if the Jets are going to win games. Pierre-Luc Dubois has to be an impact player. He has to be a difference maker uh, on a nightly basis. So uh, there's no question about it that uh, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois has got to pick up his game. He's been struggling lately, but he is questionable tonight with a lower body injury. Um, you know what I'm going to do? It's not, you know, strong and I'm, you know, it's almost once bitten twice shy, but I'm going to sprinkle a little bit here on jets first period. Uh, I want to see if it's the money line say, uh, good enough where I might just play it a little safer rather than the puck line. But, uh, I might look at that first period again tonight, uh, in this one. Yeah. First period for the uh, jets money line is only minus minus one twenty four at pinnacle. Yeah. Just to be safe in case it's tied after the first 20 minutes. So Winnipeg minus minus one twenty four first period. I'll probably stop there. I'll probably stop there. I, I I don't know if I'll take them full game. Maybe they don't have a good first period again 
and, and LA jumps out to the lead, and then maybe we're able to get a better price on in-game with the Jets, which we'll see it during our bet cast tonight. But yeah, Winnipeg minus 124 first period, because now this is Halibuck's first start since that Colorado game, which was a debacle for not just him. I, I want to point that out. It was not all his fault. He wasn't on his game. He wasn't at his best, but the whole team was not very good that night. Uh, and you know, he's a goalie that typically is very good after a game where he gets pulled. That has been a long-term uh, constant for him, uh, and it's been well-known. So uh, definitely, I think, uh, Winnipeg first period puck line here, is, or not puck line, first period money line, minus 124 is what we'll look at. As far as the prop market goes uh, here in this uh, one, I don't know if we're going to see goals in bunches tonight. We expect Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix Copley is going to be the goalie for the Kings, and we know he's obviously had a very solid season. Hellebuck, we expect to play well. I don't bet overs in Hellebuck starts after a after he gets pulled he has just long term two goals one goal allowed or even a shutout he's been very very strong very very good uh, off these uh games where he gets pulled so it wouldn't surprise me to see that tonight but as far as the prop market goes tonight for this one uh there are you know at least a couple of uh, decent options here uh tonight uh if you look at it um let me just see here um where are my numbers here let's see uh hold on one sec where are we here? Okay, there we go. Uh, Montreal and San Jose. Or no, that's the later game. Uh, we're all screwed up here. My apologies. Okay, here we go. Uh, Kings and Jets. Uh, yeah, Kempe. Kempe, Shifley. Uh, they've gone over their shot props. Uh, Kempe, eight of the last 10. Uh, Shifley, seven of the last 10. Morrissey as well. Morrissey continues to find his way to over two and a half shots on goal. Uh, so there's some decent options here. I don't want to go crazy with point props tonight, especially for LA, because I think this is Hellebuck coming to play tonight. So you don't want to go uh, overboard with goals, assists, and points. Same thing with the Winnipeg side. Winnipeg's not exactly lighting it up offensively right now. One goal, one goal, and shut out in their last three games. So two goals combined uh, in the last three games for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. So, you know, more than anything, uh, going to be a look toward uh, shots on goal props uh, in this game rather than think specifics for uh, goals and points and assists. All right, New York Islanders, Minnesota Wild. Minnesota minus 140, home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Alex B. Smith is the draw guy, not me. But man, this is the game on this card that stuck out like a sore freaking thumb as far as a draw is concerned. Uh, it is this game here with the uh, Islanders and the uh, Wild. There's no question about that. Dallas is probably the number one draw team in the NHL right now. As I mentioned earlier in the show, seven of their last 11 games have gone beyond regulation. Uh, and Minnesota is trending in that same direction. Five of their last 10 games have gone beyond regulation, including two straight games uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So this is very simple for me. I don't want either side. I think it's a tight game. I think it's a close game. Two teams that desperately need points, Minnesota and the Islanders battling for playoff position. So this is a draw for me uh, in this one with the Islanders and the uh, Wild. It should be low scoring, but man, under five and a half, minus 140. Is, what is this, 2013 or 2023? You know, those are the kind of totals uh, we'd see 10 years ago. Under five and a half, minus 140. Uh, I don't see it very often these days, but it's a, uh, it's indicative of the fact we probably do expect this to be a rather low-scoring game. Uh, you can find plus 320 at Caesars for the draw, uh, plus 318 at uh, Pinnacle. So 
uh, yeah, we're definitely looking at the draw here. Wouldn't surprise me if this game uh, ends up going past a regulation uh, between uh, these two teams. As far as the props go for this one, we're going right back to our guy, a couple of Minnesota players that have been good for us lately. In fact, at home, uh, there's three players that have been over shots on goal machines here on home ice lately for the Minnesota Wild. Kaprizov, over three and a half. Uh, Minis- uh, um, Joel Erickson Eck, of course, over two and a half shots on goal. And Ryan Hartman. Ryan Hartman just continues to be uh, the guy getting it done here for uh, the Minnesota Wild uh, as of late. Uh, you know, he got that kick in the pants a little bit from Billy Guerin. It's kind of saying we need a little bit more from, you know, not just Hartman, but Hartman was named among other players that need to step up a little bit. And he has been able to do that here for the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, he's gotten a point in four of the last five games uh, for the uh, Wild. He's gone over his shots on goal prop in four consecutive games uh, coming into tonight. So there's no doubt that uh, those are all good player props that I like in terms of shots on goal. Uh, Eric Sinek, Kaprizov, and Ryan Hartman uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild. And again, it's only minus 140 for Hartman to uh, go over his shots prop. And for a guy that's, you know, lighting it up in terms of points, like I said, uh, a point for Hartman now in four of the last five games and only minus 110, minus 115, even money, basically, uh, for him to get a point. So uh, definitely interested in that. Now, I don't want to go nuts with points, props and uh, goals, props in this kind of a game. You are talking about two teams that are kind of, you know, defensively. Minnesota's been very good defensively lately. The Islanders are capable at that end of the ice. Uh, and uh, you're talking about definitely uh, two, uh, a Sorokin and Gustafson goalie matchup. Philip Gustafson is confirmed for Minnesota. He's played very well lately. And, of course, Ilya Sorokin for the uh, Islanders. So you don't want to go nuts betting these uh, goals props and assists and points props in what could be a low-scoring game. But that's why the shots on goal props uh, become the uh, better option. Uh, no, no question. So... Uh, definitely some good options there. I do want to mention Horvat here again for the um, uh, New York Islanders, uh, who you know went over a shot prop in the last game against Winnipeg, got a goal. He has a point in three uh, of the uh, last four games here for the uh, New York Islanders. Again, you're not getting great value, minus 160, but certainly could throw that into a parlay of some kind. You know what's not a bad parlay here uh, in this game uh, as far as uh, points are concerned? Um, let me just see here. Uh, yeah, Eric Sinek and um, Eric Sinek and uh, you could actually do three uh, three way uh, point prop. You could do Eric Sinek for the Wild, Horvat uh, for the Islanders, and put Brock Nelson in there because that guy all he does is he, he he's just a point mag. You can actually bet Brock Nelson on its own, believe it or not. They've got Brock Nelson at minus one fifty at DraftKings. You know, it's actually a really good price considering what he's been doing for the for the Islanders. All he does is he seems to find the score sheet every game. Like Brock Nelson, he's gotten a point for the New York Islanders in four straight games. And you go all the way back to, holy shit, you go all the way back to January 19th. He is on a streak of points in every game but one. He was held off the score sheet against Boston, uh, against the Bruins on the road. And other than that, Brock Nelson for the uh, New York Islanders, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah, 16, 16 of his last 17 games with at least a point for the uh, Islanders. And his point prop tonight's minus 150. If you actually look at the percentages, 16 of his last 17, he's gotten a point. It's not that big of a deal to lay minus 150 
uh, for uh, Brock Nelson to uh, get a point. So uh, definitely uh, it's, it's actually good value, honestly, uh, on that prop tonight. All right, next up, we've got Chicago and Arizona. Uh, three games left here on this Tuesday card. Uh, Arizona minus 190. Uh, home favorites here, six the uh, total in this game. Back-to-back situation, obviously, for the uh, Blackhawks in Anaheim last night. Make the trip to the uh, desert uh, here tonight uh, to take on the Arizona uh, Coyotes. Uh, and a uh, tough spot. Uh, we probably expect Stauber tonight. Uh, oh, no, he was sent down. He was sent down. Uh, that's right. He was. Uh, you're right. It's, it's tanking time. We don't want Stauber in there. That's what Alex said yesterday. He's right. It's tanking time. We don't want uh, Jackson Stauber in there winning games for us anymore. Now that Patrick Kane's officially a Ranger, he's out of there, and it will be Alex Stalock uh, returning and making the start for the uh, Blackhawks tonight uh, in goal, activated from injury reserve on Sunday. 17 games missed, 6-7 and seven record, 2.7 goals against, 918 save percentage for Alex Stalock uh, this season here for the uh, Blackhawks. So uh, we'll see uh, how he fares in this game. I mean, certainly, I think Arizona – Probably wins this game. A tough spot for Chicago. Back-to-back situation here. Uh, you know, but uh, how do you want to go about backing them? Uh, ends up being the question. You know, I might jump on a first period. Uh, this might be a first period puck line look on Arizona. Uh, because, and honestly, if you look back at their trajectory and their track record here in uh, Tempe uh, at uh, Mullet Arena, they've had better first periods even than the full game, especially of late. So, you know, I could see this being a spot for the, uh, Arizona Coyotes, where maybe they pounce on the um, for the, on the uh, Chicago Blackhawks early. Uh, you get almost a plus one fifty price with the Arizona puck line minus a half plus one fifty. So I think I'll put a little something on that. I absolutely like the over here, no question about that. Over six minus one ten minus one fifteen. That game should have went over last night. Blackhawks and Ducks. We talked about how we think Chicago is much worse defensively without Jake McCabe on the blue line, without Sam Lafferty, one of their better defensive forwards, both sent to Toronto in the trade yesterday. Arizona, without Jacob Chikrin, they've kind of fallen off defensively. I mean, that is, that's not a good sign when Nashville is lighting you up for six goals in your building the other night. That, uh, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign at all. Uh, the defensive play is really eroded here for Arizona. The last few games, they give up six goals to L.A. They give up six to Calgary and 51 shots on goal. Uh, they give up 34 shots on goal as well to uh, Nashville uh, in their last game in a six goal uh, performance for the Predators. And the Predators, you know, are no offensive juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, they are not playing very well defensively. They're giving up a shit ton of quality chances, quality shots, shots in, in general and giving up goals. Like I said, they've now given up six in three of their last five games. So I like the over here, over six, minus 110, minus 115. Uh, Vimelka is in net for Arizona. He hasn't been this good lately either, let's be honest. Give up six against uh, Calgary, five against LA, six against St. Louis. So I think we see goals here. Two teams playing for exercise over the total. Yes, Max Domi, anything Max Domi is one of the better props tonight. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but, you know, he's gotten a point in seven straight games for the uh, Blackhawks. He has gotten a, 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 a shots on goal has gone over in three straight games. And I think he's going to continue to go over that shots on goal number without Patrick Kane, because he's going to have to take the onus on himself to be even uh, better offensively and contribute even more to the offense for the uh, Blackhawks. So he's only minus 125 at bet 
uh, Unibet, I should say, uh, over two and a half shots on goal. The assist prop continues to cash. I can't believe what the prices continue to be on that for Max Domi. Still only plus 100, plus 105 uh, at most books. Uh, just keep capitalizing. Keep pouncing on it. That's what you do. He's got an, an assist to Max Domi. Look at this. Look at this. Look, this is insanity. This is insanity, but it's good insanity because we can capitalize. Max Domi has an assist in six of the last seven games for the Chicago Blackhawks, and you can get plus money on him to get an assist tonight. How fucked is that? How or in a good way? How amazing is that? You know, six of the last seven games he's gotten an assist, uh, and you know he's plus one hundred, plus one hundred five to get one tonight. Uh, so it's absolutely a good bet here. Any shots on goal for Chicago are worth a look. They give up tons of shots on goal. Vimelka saves is probably another good bet. It won with ease in his last start against Calgary where they just, it was a, under siege. He was that whole game, uh, courtesy of the Calgary Flames. So uh, no doubt over saves is a good bet for Vimelka probably tonight. And like I said, it's not just Domi shots on goal. You can look at some other Blackhawks because all this team does is give up just a shit ton of shots every night. Uh, and it's, it probably won't just be Domi. You could go with Tyler Johnson, who's actually sh shooting the puck a little bit more lately for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks as well. Uh, I don't think you want to sleep on him necessarily in terms of the shots on goal department for the uh, Blackhawks. So uh, any blue liner, Seth Jones. We talk about how this also this is a team that gives up a lot of point shots. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes. So Seth Jones could be something uh, to, to factor into your prop considerations here uh, for this uh, game tonight. So uh, lots of good uh, things to consider here. Uh, more than anything, I like the puck line in the first period on zone up, the over for the full game. And I'll probably look at a bunch of those. Prop. Max Domi, number one player prop in this game, overshots and assist prop especially. Probably goal prop too. You could even go with that as well because certainly he's been also uh, able to uh, find the uh, back of the net. All right, we have two games left. Uh, next up, it is Boston and Calgary back to back in Alberta for the uh, Boston Bruins laying a buck thirty uh, here on the road against Calgary. Uh, six the uh, total in this game. Uh, certainly the back to back and the rest advantage here for the uh, Calgary Flames, but uh, that's not going to be enough for me to want to go against this Bruins team. Uh, I don't know if there's uh, any spot that you can put uh, against the uh, Bruins that they can't overcome right now. Uh, it's been a great run. They've won seven straight games coming into tonight, 3-2 last night, uh, the win against the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, and if you actually look at this uh, Bruins team this season, on the back-to-back, -back, they're a very impressive 6-2 and two, uh, on a back-to-back. -back. Eight situations where they played back-to-back, 6-2, after a win on the second night of back-to-back -back games. So they don't have emotional hangovers. They don't have emotional letdowns. They don't say, oh, we won last night. We can fuck off and lose this game tonight. No, they don't uh, think that way. You know, they're a professional outfit. Uh, they're doing a hell of a job right now, both ends of the ice. Uh, this Bruins team, they can shut a game down when they have a lead. Their blue line, as we've mentioned, after the Dmitry Orlov trade, man, is it stacked. I mean, that is a, that's a Stanley Cup caliber blue line in terms of depth that they have now. There's no doubt. And, you know, the Bruins might still make yet another move, actually, uh, before uh, the trade deadline uh, approaches on Friday. So keep your eye on that. Uh, Calgary's lost two in a row. Uh, it's, you know, Vegas and Colorado. Uh, they lost in overtime to Vegas 4-3. They beat, uh, lost to Colorado 4-1. Uh, the, the, the win against Arizona before that, 6-3, they dominated. They deserved that win. But even then, it took them a while for the floodgates to finally open. Uh, in that game. But uh, yeah, this is one of those games though, where 
uh, I I didn't bet Boston. If I bet Boston yesterday, I bet Boston again. But I didn't bet Boston yesterday uh, in that uh, Edmonton game. Uh, if I, I don't want to be on them today and then Calgary gets them. But I don't know if Calgary's going to get them. Calgary's, Calgary's got their concerns again in terms of they get their chances. They get their shots. They get their looks. They don't put the puck in enough. Jacob Markstrom, again, uh, just given up a crushing early goal against Colorado. It's been a continuous problem for him, uh, for the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, and But but it is Dan Vladar tonight, and it's Dan Vladar against his old team. So it uh, makes sense for Daryl Sutter to be going this direction uh, because we know Dan Vladar has played pretty well for the Flames this year. Uh, he is playing his old team. He was a member of the Boston Bruins prior to this season, so should get a situation where he's fired up, he's amped up, play his old team. We'll see if that uh, carries over here uh, into uh, tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a game where certainly from a side perspective and a totals perspective, I am not on anything uh, pregame uh, right now. Oh, yeah, Jacob Markstrom, uh, I think, to be honest with you, I don't know if this is Daryl Sutter doing Dan Vladar solid, uh, saying, hey, we're starting you because, you know, you've played pretty well for us this year and you're playing your former team. They have no choice because Jacob Markstrom, I just remembered this, Jacob Markstrom is on uh, leave from the team because his wife and they just gave birth to their kids. So uh, that's why he's uh, not there right now for the uh, Flames. That's why it's Dan Vladar here tonight for the uh, Calgary Flames and that. So this is more of a prop game for me tonight. Tyler Toffoli overshots, Backland overshots, the same guys we've been talking about ad nauseum here for Calgary. Uh, overshots on goal with Toffoli, overshots on goal with Backland. They've been automatic for Calgary. Eight straight games overshots on goal for Toffoli. Nine straight games overshots on goal for Backland. You could go with point props for both of them. Uh, although I really favor the shots on goal prop because we know they can be stingy. Uh, by the way, three game point streak and assist streak for Nazem Kadri. Uh, here for the uh, Calgary Flames as well. So he's starting to uh, get his uh, game, you know, at least in terms of contributing offensively going. He's only minus 130 to get a point and plus 180 to get an assist. Keep an eye on that. Three straight games with an assist for Kadri and plus 180 on his assist prop uh, here tonight for the uh, Calgary Flames. That's value. That's value personified in my mind. Uh, all right, what else have we got here? Uh Jake DeBrusque point prop, although, again, you're paying always a premium for that. And I know last night he was quiet on the score sheet, but I think he gets back at it tonight, minus 150. He's going over shots on goal repeatedly, over 2.5, minus 125 shots on goal for Jake DeBrusque as well. Uh, I think worth a look in this game. McAvoy to get a point and an assist. It didn't hit last night, but it had been on one hell of a tear before that. Minus 120 to get a, a point for McAvoy. Uh, plus 100 even money to get an assist. So uh, definitely some good options there. I'd even look toward this Peltier kid for Calgary. Uh, he has been noticeable every single game. I mean, getting chances. He had uh, four points and two goals in back-to-back -back games against Vegas and Arizona uh, last week. He's getting more ice time finally. He's plus 400 in some spots to score a goal tonight. I like that he goes to the front of the net, this guy. He's not a big guy. Uh, Jacob Peltier, but he's willing to go to the front of the net, go to the tough areas of the ice uh, here in this. Yeah, the draw. Good call, DX Filer. This definitely has the feel it could go past 60 minutes. No doubt. I didn't bet the draw, but uh, I could see this one maybe being a decent uh, draw candidate here uh, in this one with the uh, Flames and the uh, uh, Bruins. Because don't keep in mind, it's funny how these guys, a lot of the times you get these goalies that face their former team, they want to play well. They really do. And it wouldn't surprise me to see that tonight. 
uh, out of Dan Vladar, who again has had a pretty solid season, all things considered here for the uh, Calgary Flames. All right, final game of this Tuesday card. It is, well, like I say, we may not be on the BetCast tonight for the end of this game. If it's a snore fest or it's a blowout or it's just not all that exciting at the time we're watching it, we'll just shut it down after the Boston-Calgary game. But it is the late night game. It, there is obviously a, a money line, a total on the board. There are props on the board. It's we're still worth talking about Montreal Canadiens and the San Jose Sharks. I've got San Jose uh, minus 170 home favorites, six and a half being the uh, total in this game. I mean, this is dog or pass, clear as day. If you're going to bet anything in this game, you bet Montreal. Okay, that's it. I mean, you don't lay minus 170 with San Jose with the potential that they might still, not for sure, but they might still deal Carlson. They just dealt Timo Meyer, uh, of course, over the weekend. Uh, so, you know, you don't want to lay minus 170 with any team in a rebuilding mode like this. And look, this team's now lost five of their last six games as well, uh, including back to back here at home against Nashville and Chicago. So no way <clears throat> am I laying minus 170 here with the uh, San Jose Sharks. Um, but am I, am, I, am I all that excited about taking Montreal? I don't know, but I'd certainly take plus 150 in this game if I were betting the side. I think this is an over, honestly. I mean, I think you just have two teams that just roll out there and put the puck in the net and no defense, no blocking shots. Why the fuck do that? No one's going anywhere but home after the end of the regular season. So uh, over six and a half, I think we could see that cash in here. Kapo Kakinen is in net, confirmed for the uh, San Jose Sharks tonight. You know, I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, not consistent enough for my liking, game in and game out. Uh, we don't have a confirmation yet, goaltending for Montreal, but we – project it to be Jake Allen. It just hasn't been uh, confirmed uh, of yet. Uh, this is definitely also, while you know lukewarm on the Montreal side, I do like the over. This is going to be more of a game where I'm involved with props than anything else. Uh, and Josh Anderson continues to be our guy here. Overshots on goal. Go back to that well. It's worth going back to. Uh, no question about that. Uh, Josh Anderson overshots on goal to score a goal because he's got to be offensively a difference maker now for Montreal. Uh, the onus is on him, plus 110 to get a point over two and a half shots on goal. is only plus 115 at Unibet. So uh, all kinds of great options here as far as uh, the props involving Josh uh, Anderson uh, for the uh, Montreal Canadiens in this game. Uh, and again, with uh, their lineup obviously constantly uh, changing as they also continue to make moves going into uh, Friday's uh, trade deadline. But Anderson, you know, on that top line uh, for them. And by the way, making his uh, debut here tonight for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Hoffman, Suzuki, you could look at them in terms of props as well. But Denis Gurionov, I'm going to jump right in immediately with Denis Gurionov in terms of props here for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. This is a guy that didn't have, you know, a great season. Let's be honest in Dallas, two goals and seven assists, nine points in 43 games. This is a guy that had 31 points the year before last year and 30 points the year before that. So he's way below projections. Uh, definitely not been the offensive, you know, difference maker Dallas was hoping, but now he gets again, that Anthony Beauvillier type change of scenery, fresh restart, hit the reset button, all that good shit. You know, he gets a chance to do that here now with Montreal. So, you know, get involved right away. I'm buying stock in Denis Gurionov here that, you know, he comes in and he's plus 550 to get a goal. They're not wasting time. They're, uh, Marty St. Louis looks like he's putting them on the top line tonight with uh, Mike Hoffman and Nick Suzuki. So plus 550 on uh, Gurionov here uh, to score a goal tonight, maybe in his Montreal Canadiens debut 
uh, definitely would be something to uh, consider here in this one uh, for uh, Montreal. Uh, Justin Barron. Yeah, Justin Barron. It's funny that someone in our chat mentions uh, Justin Barron here. But Justin Barron, I don't think he's going to play tonight, honestly. I don't see it. He's on a three-game point streak, and he scored a goal against New Jersey. But I'm seeing him as maybe not in tonight because it looks like there's potential Joel Edmondson. Um, it might be back tonight on the blue line. Joel Edmondson has missed the last uh, 10 games for Montreal, and the veteran blue liner might be back. And it's looking like it's Justin Barron's spot on that blue line that he might end up taking. So that's why uh, I know what you're seeing there, Deshaun, but it may not see Barron in the lineup tonight for Montreal. There are some San Jose props I like as well here tonight. Uh, Acemont, Mikey Acemont, we've talked about him. Seven straight games over his shots on goal prop because of the fact that since he's been up on that uh, top line for the Sharks, uh, he's been getting more uh, opportunities, more usage. Uh, he's playing with Couture and Barabanov uh, on that top line. Uh, they're playing very well right now for the uh, Sharks. So uh, Mikey Acemont, uh, I think, is definitely a, a good bet over two and a half shots on goal. He could go goal prop and point prop as well. Same thing with Barabanov. I mean, we've really talked about these two guys you know, repeatedly for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So over shots for AC Mont to get a point at even money, uh, all that, even plus 270 to score a goal. Uh, Barabanov as well, uh, just minus 150 to get a point, plus 240 uh, to score a goal. So uh, those guys on that top line for the Sharks are definitely well worth the look. Do we get another guy that's getting a change of scenery, hit the reset button? He, they got him in the Timo Meyer trade for with New Jersey. What about Fabian Zetterland here? Uh, he's going to start in, and make his Sharks debut tonight on the second line with Tomas Hurdle and Andreas. And there's another guy, Andreas Janssen, also brought in from New Jersey in that Timo Meyer deal for San Jose. So two guys let, didn't pan out, okay, for either one of them uh, in New Jersey. They didn't have great seasons, but they hit the reset button. They get a chance to uh, get bounced back. Zetterlin plus 430 at FanDuel uh, to score a goal tonight. Why not? Sign me up. Breath of fresh air, change of scenery. That guy does have skill, talent, good finishing ability. He's got a good release, uh, Fabian Zetterlin. Like I said, they, they didn't have the production uh, that they expected in New Jersey, and they've, they've got, they're loaded up front anyway. They figured, you know what, to get Meyer, we can part ways with Zetterlin. But maybe Zetterlin benefits here from a, uh, a, a change of scenery here in San Jose. So uh, not a bad option to maybe sprinkle on him plus 430. Uh, in terms of his goal prop tonight as well. Uh, great stuff. I mean, 90 minutes right on the nose. We just hit the 90-minute mark in this show. All 10 games, I've discussed them and previewed them and analyzed them, sides, totals, player props. Can't friggin' pack any more analysis and info than I did, uh, I think, in the, in, the, in the last 90 minutes. So we hope you enjoyed it. 269 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. Shout out to our podcast listeners as well. A reminder, the BetCast tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, make sure you DM me on Twitter at Bobano or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on the BetCast, and we will send you the link for it before it begins. Live betting and commentary with me, Ian Cameron, as well as Alex B. Smith, and all of our great viewers and listeners joining us as guests. Drinking is encouraged. It's going to be a lot of fun just watching the games, live betting, uh, you know, commenting on them as they unfold. Uh, the Ice Guys live betcast tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you DM or email me to request a spot uh, on the betcast. All right, best bets to wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys right after we hear from Manscaped.
Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things Uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant. Keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about. And Manscaped.com can help you out with that so make sure you take advantage of this manscape.com get 20 percent off and free shipping with the promo code ice guys at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use the promo code ice guys unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped All right, we are back here on the Ice Guys Show and ready to wrap it up with best bets. Of course, we are back, though, at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight with the live betcast. We sure as hell hope you're along for the ride uh, with us. First, let's get to Alex B. Smith. I'll give you his entire card as of right now. Uh, he has three plays. He is on the shocker, uh, the draw in two games tonight in the uh, NHL. He is on... Um, uh, Calgary, uh, first of all, Chicago, Arizona, draw plus 345. So that's Chicago, Arizona, draw plus 345. Boston, Calgary, draw plus 325 uh, here tonight. So Boston, Calgary, draw plus 325. And Chicago, Arizona, draw uh, plus 345. And his best bet for this uh, show is Seattle in regulation uh, at uh, even money. Okay, against uh, St. Louis. So there you go. That's Alex B. Smith's cards. Uh, Seattle in, in regulation plus 100 uh, is his uh, best bet uh, here for this Tuesday card. Uh, my best bet for this uh, Tuesday uh, slate. Man, there's so much to choose from. Lots of tough decisions here, what we can go with. Um, but I'm going to go with the Columbus Buffalo over six and a half minus 130. To my, some yeah, Caesars has minus one thirty. Some other books have minus one forty. Got to lay a little price, but I mean, it's got it just screams over in this game with the series history, with the way the Sabers are you know are playing offensively, 
with, you know, Columbus when they play a team that, you know, pushes the pace and has that offensive explosiveness. They Their games, you know, tend to be a little higher scoring, like the Edmonton game on Saturday. So that's what we'll go with here. Jackets, Sabres, over six and a half uh, for my best bet here for this Tuesday uh, NHL card. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us live on YouTube. Hit the like button on the way out, and we will see you again tonight for the live betcast, 7 p.m. Eastern time. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. We'll see you in about three hours for the Ice Guys live betcast tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And, of course, we'll be also back with you tomorrow on Wednesday for another daily edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 